0: good afternoon this is rich Nass executive vice president with open systems media here for this week's five minutes with discussion this week I'm speaking to Doug Snader who is the international business director for SV microwave good afternoon Doug how are you good how are you I'm doing just fine thank you so you are a longtime veteran of the RF microwave industry um, let's start there what? Different about that industry you say we don't want to go back too far because you know that's way, it'll be way different but let's just go back a few years what are some of the significant changes you've seen over the last couple of years
1: uh yeah, I, I could go way back and say that when I started SMAs were considered uh very small connectors and now they're pretty much too large for most of the applications. But what I see is that um you know, everything's getting smaller, more dense, um higher frequency. Uh people you know, they just need smaller and smaller diameters to fit into uh denser applications.
0: Okay, so What are these applications that you're referring to? I mean, you know, you guys are into military aerospace. Is that what you're referring to? Or is it it just RF in general?
1: Uh, Well, RF in general, both the the radars are getting smaller. They're trying to keep them lightweight. But also the board speeds um, are the printed circuit boards used to have fairly long lines, and they were, uh, you know, FR-4. And now you have such high-speed boards that um, they're, they're very small, very dense surface mount connectors are needed. Define uh, high speed. High speed, well, boards are now uh, supporting up to 40 gigahertz. Uh, we've actually quoted some that we've got some board applications up to 67. So it's uh, you know different dielectric materials than in the past. And it's very critical that you have the uh, transition from the connector to the board has to be perfect, or else at those frequencies, you're not going to get any signal.
0: Now you use the word perfect now I'm used to boards that are in the megahertz range like 50 hundred megahertz where things have to be perfect you have to be taking perfect to a different order of magnitude when you're talking about the speeds that you're referring to is that true
1: yeah, it used to be that you could just use uh, a through legs and, and a, a through center contact to an FR4 board and make it work to DC to 6 or maybe even DC to 10 if you were lucky, but um, yeah, now you have to get it so that uh, you've got the, most of the boards are CPW, coplanar waveguide, and you have to have it transition very specifically to uh, whether it be surface mount or edge launch um, to support those higher frequencies.
0: Okay, now the other thing you mentioned was smaller size. Um, How small are these boards getting?
1: Um, Well, the the thickness of the board varies, but what we're looking at is people want less than uh, uh, 100,000 center-to-center spacing. So we have uh, uh, different opportunities for even less than that, some as low as 085 center-to-center, which means it's got to be a very small coaxial connector.
0: So what does that mean from a manufacturing standpoint for the the board maker?
1: Uh it it means that the no, the tolerances of the board have to be very tight. Uh you can't uh have some of the uh you know the the plus or minus uh 1 mil tolerances don't work anymore. You've got to cut it even tighter than that so that the, most of the um, the ones that we see, we've been able to manage to uh, to get them to work up to 40 gigahertz if you hold plus or minus uh, a half a mil. Hmm.
0: Okay, so now let's push the question out uh, rather than talk about what's happened in the past. What can we see in the, in, the, in the next, oh, we'll say, 24 months that will be different than what we're seeing today?
1: Well, I think there's always going to be the push to get smaller and more dense. However, I think we're reaching a limit where it's almost – too hard to to use or to be uh, manufacturable. When you get to a, a something less than a, maybe an O eighty five center to center, these connectors become so fragile. It's it's really done in uh, for uh, high volume manufacturing, say for for uh, aerospace uh, mill arrow radars. It's just too small. Uh, I think you know there's it's going to be. I think the push will be for higher power within the same diameter that we're using now. So. And when you say higher power, how much power are you referring to? Well, with the small diameter cables, we're getting power requirements now. It used to be, uh, you know, in the milliwatt region was fine, but now we're seeing, you know, ones where they've got 50-watt uh, uh, CW, depending on what the frequency is, of course, uh, that, that and they want that coming out of these small diameter cables.
0: And what is the driver of... of- moving to these new levels
1: I think the radars as they get more dense they still want to have uh, very high power so what we see is that the uh, the OEMs uh, of you know the Raytheons and Northrop Grumman's and of the world are trying to push to get higher power radars but not grow the size sounds simple yeah, it's 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 not as simple as it seems, but uh, we're getting stretched uh, quite a bit, and there's a lot of uh, a lot of effort going on. Different materials being used. PTFE is not always the best dielectric for for high power. You've got some alternative dielectrics uh, that come into play.
0: Very very interesting, and I'm I'm sure we can we can continue this discussion for quite some time. However, <laughs> since it's called five minutes' width, and we've used up our five minutes, um, we're going to stop here. Okay, Doug. Okay. Very good. That was Doug Snater. He is the International Business Director for SV Microwave, and I am Rich Nass with Open Systems Media. Thank you, Doug. Have a great day.
1: Okay. Thanks a lot,
0: Rich.